0: What you've seen here is the Chinese communist government started funneling money into our universities and schools over a decade ago. Um, And what it is, is it is a way to undermine American heritage, undermine American institutions.
1: This is the Daily Signal podcast for Tuesday, August 8th. I'm Samantha Sherris, and that was Oklahoma State Superintendent Ryan Walters. Just recently, Parents Defending Education released a report that offers some unsettling information about the reach of the People's Republic of China in U.S. K-12 schools through so-called Confucius classrooms. Tulsa Public Schools in Oklahoma was identified in the report. Last week, Ryan posted a video to Twitter with the caption, China will not be allowed in Oklahoma schools. And he joins us today to discuss what is going on what's reportedly being taught, and much more. We'll get to my interview with Ryan right after this.
0: The Heritage Foundation is the most effective conservative policy organization in the country. Every semester, our interns are a vital part of that mission. We pay competitively, we develop talent, and we give our interns access to some of the sharpest minds in the country. We're going on offense, so join us to learn more about the Young Leaders Program here at the Heritage Foundation, please go to heritage.org intern.
1: Ryan Walters is joining today's episode of the Daily Signal podcast. Ryan is the Oklahoma State Superintendent and previously served as the Oklahoma Education Secretary. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.
1: Now, just recently, Parents Defending Education, which describes itself as a national grassroots organization working to reclaim our schools from activists promoting harmful agendas, released a report titled Little Red Classrooms. The report itself offered some rather interesting and disturbing information about the reach and influence of the Chinese Communist Party in US K-12 schools. Now, Tulsa Public Schools is listed in the report. Just last week, you tweeted a video about this with the caption, China will not be allowed in Oklahoma schools. Can you first tell us a little bit more about what's going on here?
0: Absolutely. So what you've seen here is the Chinese communist government started funneling money into our universities and schools over a decade ago. Um, And what it is, is it is a way to undermine American heritage, undermine American institutions by under the veil of this is about chinese culture this is you know kind of this this path to just understand china better what we've seen is we've seen information coming out of the chinese government that's clear what this is about this is about undermining american values setting up this defense of communism and and, and undermining america's institutions so uh, most colleges the the uh, us congress did a deep dive into this there are several reports out there and so most colleges universities went away from this And yet we kind of thought this went away. What happened instead was the Chinese government started laundering this money through some nonprofits, one particularly in Texas, and then giving it to the schools. So immediately upon, you know, when we call them out, um, you know, Tulsa Public Schools responds and says, oh, this is a lie. We don't get money from the Chinese government. And guys, this is typical of what we see from the left. And now you're actually seeing it from a foreign government of laundering it through a nonprofit and then claiming, well, this didn't come from the Chinese government. Well, that's just ridiculous. It is. I cannot believe that we're dealing with this issue still. This absolutely has no place in our schools.
1: And just to talk a little bit more about the report, um, it says that on July 11th, 2022, the Tulsa Public Schools Board of Education approved entering into an agreement with the Confucius Classroom Coordination Offices, which operates out of the international leadership of Texas Global Nonprofit. The Chinese International Education Foundation would cover the costs of the program. Carver Middle School offers students a Confucius connection through its global awareness programming. Are you aware of what's you know reportedly being taught at Carver Middle School?
0: That's a great question. What we did is we immediately upon finding this out, we have required the district to turn over any contracts, any curriculum, um, anything that's been handed out through this course. So we are actively compiling that from the district right now to do a deep dive into, hey, what, what was the Chinese government trying to get in this classroom? What were the teachers discussing in these classes? So that's what we've required of the district right now. So we are going to be looking for that information to have a better understanding of what was being funneled into these classrooms.
1: And just speaking of teachers, have you talked to anyone at Carver Middle School, any teachers, uh, any parents, students?
0: No, we're still working on the information gathering stage. You know, this broke um, hard last week. And so, you know, we've been trying to, first of all, get the documentation. We do have our hands on on evidence of of these contracts. Um, So, you know, the the board and the the, we had the board chair and the, the superintendent of Tulsa comes out and says, oh, this is a lie. This hasn't happened of course it's happened. You know, this is just, you know, this is condescending to pretend like this wasn't a program coming from the Chinese government. And so right now we're still in the stages of trying to get our hands around how large was it? What was the information um, that they were pushing in the classroom? What was the curriculum? Um, Those are still some of the things, you know, how many kids were in these classes? How many teachers were involved? I mean, these are all the questions That we're trying to get to the bottom of because again we've got a district here that's just denying what's the obvious and so we're trying to ensure that we have full accountability over that district and ensure that uh, we know what was going on
1: absolutely and as we've been talking about uh, with this report i want to just take a, a little bit deeper of a dive into you know its findings and and why they're so both important to be aware of of what's going on obviously in schools in america and also why they're so concerning Um, and what parents should be aware of.
0: Right. You know, and so one of the things we've seen and just just let's walk through this progression. We knew 20 or 30 years ago in our schools that kids weren't getting taught American history. I'm a history teacher. It's my background. I began to see as I was getting in the profession of, you know, there's less around the founding era. There's less explanation of American exceptionalism. There's less of an emphasis towards primary sources. And I want to flag that. The the reason that's so important is, you know, if you're not reading the Constitution and the Federalist Papers, but instead you're reading what a 1970s professor says about the Constitution, it's easy to indoctrinate. It's easy to not explain to kids the importance of those documents and see them through a liberal lens. Well, we've gone from that to continuing to push things like critical race theory, um, where it's literally undermining everything, all of our institutions saying that actually we didn't believe all these things, all these core principles. We were actually a country built in racism. So those lies have been pushed in academia. Well, now with this latest uh, discovery, what you've seen is not only have we not taught American history, not only have we taught... Uh, you know, things that are ahistorical, lies that say America was based in racism and that America is a terrible place. We have gone so far as to allow the Chinese government to come into our schools and teach our kids and undermine America, promote communism. It is unbelievable the transition we have seen In our education system in the last few decades, we absolutely have to fight back to get these things out. And what we're doing in Oklahoma is we've got to bring back an emphasis to those founding documents, understanding of American exceptionalism, an understanding of what the founders actually said. And let's do a deep dive into that so that kids can understand what makes this country great.
1: And as you you brought this up earlier with the response from Tulsa Public Schools, um, they have you know responded to your video in a statement. I was reported by the Oklahoman saying uh, it does not receive money from the Chinese government, as Superintendent Walters um, alleged without evidence. Um, the statement also said at a time when our state faces catastrophic shortages in certified teachers and school funding Superintendent, super, sorry, <laughs> Superintendent Walters has chosen to focus on a Chinese language profession, professional development opportunity for a single teacher, and that, contrary to Superintendent Walters' accusations, the district takes no funds from the Chinese government. What are your thoughts on uh, the district's response? And uh, yeah, just, just tell us your response.
0: Yeah, you know, you see this a lot in education. Unfortunately, we have allowed administrators, we have allowed um, through school board elections, people that are just um, union activists into these positions that they lie. They lie and they distract. They don't want to talk about, by the way, what they don't want to talk about is Tulsa is one of our lowest performing districts in the state. They have over 14 of their elementary schools that are reading at less than, a, than 5% are on grade level and reading less than 5% in 14 of their elementary schools. And yet, guess what their focus is? How do we get money from China? You know, how do we get it? You know, we get it to a nonprofit so we can make the argument it's not technically from China. It's absurd that they should be ashamed of themselves for making these type of arguments. They are doing all they can to focus on these left wing activist issues and push indoctrination in the classroom rather than getting kids to read, getting kids proficient in math. And folks, we've seen this and this is where parents have awakened. Parents are so sick and tired of it. That's why we've seen school choice. We have the biggest school choice initiative in state history that goes into effect this year. We're so proud of that. We have parent rights. Um, rules that we put in place through my board of education to ensure there's no pornography in classrooms, and that parents are involved in any kind of conversation about sexuality—that that, that's not going on behind their backs—and parents are tired of this nonsense from these woke administrators that just lie, they continue to mislead, they continue to cover up what's going on in their districts. The reality is, is these are taxpayer dollars going into our schools. These are our kids. These are our communities. There is absolutely no reason that schools shouldn't be high performing. Our kids shouldn't know the basics. Our kids shouldn't understand American exceptionalism. And so it is time that this education system is brought back to where it used to be, where we have the focus on where it needs to be, our kids' academic successes.
1: Mm-hmm. And in addition to Tulsa Public Schools, the report from Parents Defending Education um, found that other found that other schools, including Seattle Public Schools, uh, Sisters School District in Oregon, Highland Park Independent School District in Texas, just to name a few, also were included in this report having either contracts or other Chinese-backed programming that are still in operation. What do you think is at stake if we aren't able to you know, kind of undo this influence that we're seeing in these schools reportedly?
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll be real direct with this. You know, what I what I think we're seeing here is if we do not act on these situations where you have Chinese influence into our schools, I, I don't know what the future is going to hold for the country as we continue to allow not only parents to be pushed aside, bureaucrats to control schools, Um, And now Chinese government, Chinese communist government influence into our schools and control. You know, this is this is the fear as if kids don't understand what makes this country great, where are we headed? You know what I mean? It's one of those things as a history teacher. I think about World War II. Right. I look at the letters from the soldiers. You read them and they knew what they were fighting for. They were fighting for this incredible country. They were fighting for these core principles that, by the way, they believe came from God. You know, that's the other thing that, you know, literally our schools, our institutions want to eliminate any reference to faith whatsoever, even though it's historical. That's, that's what they believe. That's what the founders believed. Our rights came from, they thought it was crucial to a, a republic style of government, that the people had morality, and their faith was an important key in that. That's why they protected religious liberties. But they want to take all of this out. They want to create atheism as a state religion. So that's the only thing that can be practiced in schools is atheism, and it's practiced and pushed by the state apparatus. And, and, if, and if you continue down this line, you know, how do kids even understand, you know, first of all, would they ever fight for this country, number one? Number two, do they respect and appreciate anything about this country and, and what so many before us held dear? We're here today in this great country because those that came before us understood that when we live up to those core principles, we, we are that shining city on a hill for the rest of the world. Uh, But if you don't even understand what those principles are, you don't understand our history, there is no future for this country. And, And so I think that, I mean, this is an easy one. It should be. The Chinese government has no role in our classrooms. They should be run out of town. There shouldn't be any place for China in our schools. And then number two, we have got to get back on track of ensuring when our kids are taught American history, they are taught that exceptionalism. They are taught what our founders believed. And folks, this is this is an existential crisis for this country. The media is controlled by the left. Okay, pop culture. So, so the media, right there, all your news organizations, you know, your your big corporate, you know, system. There, pop culture is controlled by the left. You see it with with TV, with movies, all, all that. And if we give up education, these are the three biggest spheres of influence um, that we've seen, in, you know, in America largely. If we give those three over you know, this this next generation is never going to be able to continue on this great work that is America.
1: And just along the lines of education, something you brought up earlier was uh, the School Choice Initiative. I just wanted to give you the opportunity to talk more about that and uh, what that will look like uh, for this new school year.
0: Yeah, it's a game changer for us. You know, we, we have largely championed charter schools here in the state. We've got some some of our highest performing schools are charter schools. But, you know, that, that's, that's not enough. You, you have to continue going. That's where we have a full school choice program that will launch this year so that every parent can attend a private school of their choice. They can use their money for homeschooling if they so choose. We're also very proud. We're the first state to approve a religious charter school. We want more charter schools. We want, it's a Catholic chartered uh, school. Again, we want more options for parents. We want parents to be able to attend a private school if they choose. We want more charter schools in our state. And what this is going to do is create an environment here in Oklahoma um, where not only can kids be aligned to the school that best meets their needs, we're going to actually have a free market system that will cause constant improvement. And folks, I, you know, you guys hear this, and it's always amazing to me to listen to people in education try to claim that the free market principles don't work in education. Oh, they absolutely work in education. For the free market core principles are built on human nature and the way that humans respond to incentives. When you have a state that fully embraces school choice, not only will kids be aligned to those better institutions, the institutions improve. We've seen this in every other industry. We've seen it in states like Arizona and Florida that have leaned into school choice early on. Um, And so this isn't theoretical. We've seen it play out. We are very excited. And again, we are going to do more for school choice in Oklahoma than any other state. We're very proud of that first uh, religious charter school. We're going to keep pushing to get as many folks involved in our kids' education as possible because that means more options, that means a more free market system, and it means better student achievement.
1: And Ryan, just before we go, um, I believe a number of school districts in Oklahoma are getting underway into their school year, um, I believe this week, actually. And I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on uh, just final question as both a former teacher and also a parent, uh, given your role as a state uh, school superintendent, uh, some ways that parents can be better informed about what their children are learning, how they can be more active or involved um, in what their kids are learning in their education.
0: Yeah, I love this time of the year. I'm a, I'm a former teacher. I've got four little kids. Three are going to our, our, our local public school here starting the school year off. So they're all excited. I got to meet the teacher tomorrow night. We're really excited <laughs> about all these things. But you know, um, you know, for parents, what I would say is you get involved in your school, get involved in every level. So when I say every level, talk to your teacher, ask your teacher that you want to see what's going on in the classroom. You want to be a part of what your kids are learning. You want to see that. Number two, I would go even further, talk to the school administrators, talk to the school board, tell them that you want to see you're very active, you want to be involved, you want full transparency um, around um, where money is spent, but also the curriculum. Um, Again, I'm amazed that the left has taken on the position that, you know, what your kids are taught doesn't matter, uh, the curriculum doesn't matter, that, you know, genderqueer and flamer are on the same academic value level as the Bible and the Constitution. I mean, the absurdity of that. We have always known, um, going back hundreds of years, what you put in front of your kids is important. Okay, What they're reading is important. What, what, what is entering into their mind is important. Of course, everything in a school should have academic value. And so uh, as parents, ask what the kids are learning. Look at the material. Let your school board and let your uh, principals know you're looking at these things. Ask them for a focus on things with high academic value. I'm a huge believer in teaching the classics, classical learning. The kids need to understand there's academic value to Huckleberry Finn. There's academic value to the great Gadsby. There's a reason why we've all read these novels for so long because there's a lot of benefit there. I love the Book of Virtues. You know, I always hand it out to administrators when I meet them. Of, hey, William Bennett did a great service as Secretary of Education by saying, look, let's make sure kids can read But let's make sure they're also reading things that back up values. And so I think that as parents continue to push, look at curriculum, look at where money is spent. The other thing is, you know, here in Oklahoma, districts have record amounts of money. Um, Where's the money going? Are they actually spending it in the classroom on your kids? Or are they growing bureaucracy? It drives me absolutely nuts to see how much money is spent creating more administrative positions rather than bringing in great teachers and getting them the curriculum and resources that they need. And again, If you are not being listened to, go to those board meetings, speak out. I'm telling you right now, one of the most optimistic um, movements I've seen are groups like Moms for Liberty, um, these groups that say, listen, we're gonna show up at the board meetings and ask questions. And again, school districts that want to be high performing should welcome the fact that their communities are so involved and engaged that they actually come to their school board meetings. When I first started as a teacher, that was one of the things that I kept hearing from my, my colleagues is, you know, it used to, you know, more people would show up to these things, and now no one comes. Well, now we're at a stage where we've got groups that do show up, do ask questions. Don't lose that. They're going to attack you. Uh, the left is going to try to bully you and intimidate you. Movements like 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 these parent groups are going to be what gets our schools back on track, which will get our communities back on track, which will eventually get our country back on track. So don't lose faith. The momentum is in your favor. We are going to get this education system back on track.
1: And that's going to do it for today's episode. We've included a link to the Parents Defending Education Report in today's show notes. So be sure to check it out if you haven't already. And also, if you haven't had the chance, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. And help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll be back with you all this afternoon for top news.
0: The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Louie and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.